This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, the Republican Attorneys General Association has a new chairman, and that chairman is Alabama's Attorney General Steve Marshall. Marshall's term as the chairman of RAGA begins immediately and will be a one-year term. There are 28 out of the 50 states in the U.S. where the attorney generals are Republican. Marshall says that the organization's goals are about defending public safety, first liberties, self-governance, and the U.S. Constitution. Alabama starts a new week being at the top of the list still when it comes to flu cases. The Center for Disease Control has listed seven states with high flu activity. All of them are in the South. That's Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, North and South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. The CDC is tracking these cases based off of the number of doctor's visits in those states where the patients are exhibiting flu-like symptoms. They're not necessarily confirming the influenza through lab testing. So these cases could be a respiratory virus that is not actually the flu. The transmission of influenza and other sicknesses is arriving earlier this year than is typical for the flu season, which is normally around December and January. A Marshall County judge has sentenced Jimmy Spencer to death by execution for the murder of three people back in 2018. Spencer was found guilty by a jury for the murders of Martha Relaford, Marie Martin, and her great-grandson, Colton Lee. All three of those murders occurred in Guntersville. Circuit Judge Tim Riley issued the death sentence to Spencer, saying that if there was ever a reason for the death penalty here in this state, that Spencer was it. Spencer already had a crime record before the murders and was out on parole. A Dothan pastor is facing charges from the U.S. Department of Justice when it comes to money and nonprofit organizations. Kenneth Glasgow is accused of lying about his income in order to also receive disability benefits on top of the money that he was also withdrawing from the nonprofits. The U.S. Justice Department is charging Glasgow with defrauding the Social Security Disability Program. Glasgow also claimed that he was physically unable to prepare meals for himself, get dressed, or drive a car. However, the DOJ says he used money from the nonprofit organizations to rent cars for himself. Glasgow is a former felon who served time in prison before becoming a pastor, who then, as a pastor, went on to promote the restoration of felon voting rights. Glasgow is the half-brother of Al Sharpton. Birmingham police make a large bust at the Birmingham Shuttlesworth Airport. Detectives were able to find and seize $300,000 worth of drugs. That's 46 pounds of marijuana that was found inside the luggage that two females were carrying as they transferred through that airport. Police were tipped off to the drug smuggling effort and the arrests were made on Sunday. And the U.S. Coast Guard was able to rescue eight people from a mayday call that was made off the coast of Fort Morgan. The rough weather required that the distressed boaters be removed by an air crew that was sent from the Coast Guard station in Dauphin Island, as well as other stations. All boaters involved are in stable condition following that incident. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, a federal court has shut down the implementation of President Joe Biden's executive order for student loan debt forgiveness. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals issued a nationwide injunction to make sure that the program does not continue in any of the 50 states. Biden's plan was to forgive up to $10,000 in federal student loan debt for individuals coming in at a certain income level. Biden sought to implement this plan 
using the emergency orders that were issued during the COVID-19 pandemic. However, the states of Nebraska, Missouri, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, and South Carolina all launched a lawsuit this past September to stop that student loan debt forgiveness program from going into place. Also, a federal district judge, Matthew Kazmarek, has ruled against the Biden administration's attempt to redefine the term sex to include sexual orientation as well as gender identity. The originating lawsuit comes from two doctors out of Texas who sought to challenge a mandate from the Affordable Care Act that would force health care professionals to perform medical procedures in order to alter a patient's genitals in the name of transgenderism. Lawyers representing those doctors argued that the procedure violates both a doctor's medical judgment as well as their religious beliefs. The U.S. District Court of the Northern District of Texas determined that language within Title IX does not protect sexual orientation or gender identity status. And the list of U.S. Republican senators not willing to back Mitch McConnell as their party leader seems to be growing. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham has added his name to a list of senators who do not want to rush into a vote for McConnell and restore him as Senate Minority Leader. That vote was planned for this week. Graham posted on Twitter that it would be appropriate to delay that vote in light of the Senate runoff race that is occurring in the state of Georgia between Democrat Ralph Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker. Graham agreed with fellow Senator Ted Cruz of Texas that to proceed before a potential Walker win is determined this coming December 6th would be disrespectful. Other senators who are wanting a vote delay for various reasons are Senators Josh Hawley, Marco Rubio, Mike Lee, Rick Scott, Ron Johnson, Eric Schmidt, and Cynthia Loomis. Meanwhile, Democrat Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is planning to meet with his friend Mitch McConnell to urge him to ditch all of the MAGA Republicans within that party. Schumer spoke about it on CNN. And even more, and just as importantly, I am going to say to the Republicans in the Senate who are not the MAGA Republicans, stop letting them lead your party. Work with us to get things done. And I intend to sit down with Mitch McConnell. Um, I intend to sit down with him and say, how can we, we should be working together. You're not going to get the extremists in your party to work with anybody. An Alabama man is calling for action in the state of Arizona when it comes to the pending outcome in the governor's race. Republican Kerry Lake ran against Arizona Democrat Secretary of State Katie Hobbs to become the next state's governor. Greg Phillips has worked with True the Vote to expose the mail-in ballot harvesting system that was used in the 2020 election. Phillips spoke this week with Real America's Voice saying what is happening in Arizona is more of the same and it has to stop now. I had a great opportunity to speak with with uh, Carrie last night, and you know she's an incredibly strong person. and And uh, I think the one thing that we we she and I both agreed upon was that it's time. Now's the time to fight. It's not you know not wait until end of twenty twenty three into the primaries in twenty twenty four. Now is the time. We stand here today and we fight. We can't give this away. We're not Venezuela. We're not Haiti. We're not Cuba. We're not these 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 third world countries that do this. Yet we act like it right here in Arizona. Katie Hobbs has an opportunity right now to do the right thing. She should recuse herself from all of this going forward. We're going to fight her to the to the bitter end. We will not allow her to certify a stolen election. The Federal Communication Commissioner is calling the TikTok app a form of digital fentanyl that's shipped to the U.S. from China. Brendan Carr spoke on Fox News, saying that its use here in the U.S. is nothing more than a thinly veiled surveillance operation for the Chinese Communist government. 
uh, dance videos or other funny videos, but that's just the sheep's clothing. Underneath of it, it operates as a very sophisticated surveillance app. Again, it's not the videos, but it's pulling everything from search and browsing history, potentially keystroke patterns, biometrics, including face prints and voice prints. And up to now, we've been told by TikTok officials, don't worry, all this is stored in the U.S. or stored outside of China. But this summer, there was a blockbuster story that said internal communications from TikTok showed that everything is seen back in China. And that's a big risk for, you know, four or five different regions, including uh, espionage and other activity. And really, every week, there's a new shoe that drops in this story. There's another report that officials in ByteDance, the parent in Beijing, are attempting to surveil the location of specific Americans through this application. So there's mm -hmm. real serious dangers here. Bottom line is, do a dance to your own future destruction. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on the 1819 News podcast, where host Brian Dawson sits down with Dr. Stuart Tankersley as they talk about the pandemic and repentance rather than amnesty. When was the last time somebody in America repented since uh, maybe in the last 50 years, Chuck Colson? And I can't get anybody to answer that. Uh, I think I have two or three examples. But other than that, uh, we really need to get back to the basics. After all, repentance is the first commandment given to us in the New Testament, Matthew 3. And so uh, I think that's ultimately the answer. The doctors have to, uh, in a way, repent. They have to look at the evidence, the science. Um, it's unequivocal. The spike protein is the toxin. It is doing this to us. There are ways to neutralize the spike protein and the injuries that it causes and the inflammation that it causes. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of the daily detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about the daily detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. And I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.